Hi, and welcome to White Hat versus Black Hat SEO Show. My name is Josh Frog Brothers Santa Clara Bashinsky, and you are watching the best SEO show in the world, quite frankly, on the YouTubes or on Facebook or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, why are we the best SEO show on the YouTubes? Well, uh, this is because we have the highest level of scientific knowledge. We do the most uh, uh, stringent testing, and we have the most highly trustable results that we can there therefore tell you what our ranking factors or what are not ranking factors with a high degree of precision as opposed to what everyone else in the industry does and guess what they think should be a ranking factor or what might be a ranking factor, or what their mom told them is a ranking factor or what John Mueller whispered in their ear at one conference is a ranking factor and all of that other bullshit, which is not scientific, we have scientific ways, uh, highly trustable and highly verifiable ways of determining what the ranking factors are. And we have all this knowledge. And uh, we uh, will tell you when you join us, <laughs> when you become one of us, we would happily tell you. So I also tell you a little bit that uh, what I can on the show here uh, at live. If you have any SEO questions on the right-hand side, and if you're watching live on YouTube, there should be a chat right over here, right where I'm pointing. And uh, go ahead and ask your questions. Please put some stars beside them so I can see them with my big Coke bottle glasses. That's how blind I am right there. And uh, I'll try to get to those questions and see if I can answer them uh if at all possible the first segment although we'll start with on the show is what's new in seo right now um ted our our co-host is uh traveling he's doing a conference in bali and so right now he's traveling in a place called jakarta which is not just a place for video games apparently it's a real place who knew <laughs> so he's not on the show today so it's just me trying to answer some questions and i got a bunch of people from my mentorship group here too are going to ask ask some questions or they can help they can pipe in and say stuff if they want to. So uh, let's get to uh, what's new in SEO, though. And there's been a lot of stuff going on new in SEO. As you can see here, this is my friend Barry Schwartz's blog. And um, uh, there's been another update on September 27th. Basically, there's an update pretty much every week, if not uh, every month, if not every week. And so if you're asking me if there's an update, the answer probably is yes. Google does a whole bunch of different kinds of updates all the time. And so uh, you should not be at all surprised if there has been some form of update. But uh, there was an interesting article here about what Google is talking about. And uh, John Mueller has been asked a whole bunch of questions. And I'll just kind of summarize. Uh, he said, there's nothing specific you could do around these updates. That's a lie. And we can prove it. Um, he basically said, you shouldn't go buying links. Um, and, you know, well, good luck ranking if you don't acquire links. Uh, but you definitely want them to look like they're not purchased. I'll put it that way. And they're saying a whole bunch of kind of things. This kind of goes into the category of, remember, I'm sorry, John Mueller is a very friendly person and a very nice guy, but he's not your friend. He's friendly, but he's not your friend. He works for Google. He does not work for you. He does not provide you free information so that you can rank better and take money away from Google. No, they want all the money to themselves because they're a bunch of greedy, money-grubbing bastards because that's what the capitalist system pretty much is at that, that point. But they want all the money to themselves, quite frankly, and they want to dominate the internet, and just like Facebook does, and they want to keep all that money to themselves. So they're not here to give you help. They're not here to, to, to give you advice. Anything they say you should consider with a, a large amount of suspect, um, it's only that John Mueller is actually kind of a nice guy. He's just misguided in his, his, his morals. But he's kind of a nice in thinking that Google is still the good guy, like it was 20 years ago or something like that. Um, he hasn't really poked his head up and looked around uh, too much, but he still seems to me to be a nice guy and a friendly guy, but he's not your friend. And so don't listen to what John Mueller says. Whenever he says the same sentence, exact same way as other Google employees do, like there's nothing you can do for the latest update, he is lying. There's a lie. Whether he knows it's a lie or not, he's been told to say that. Yes, there are plenty of things you can do. We have software that can tell you what you should be doing like that. I repeat, we literally have software that is so good that we can tell the changes that Google is making and we can tell you within five minutes what they've changed and uh, more or less and what you should be uh, changing on your site right away. No matter what the update, no matter uh, more or less what they're changing, as long as it's something that's trackable. And we've got a trick for the stuff that's not trackable too because if it doesn't show up on our software, then we know it was user clicks, which is what they mean by quality because we've tested that a whole lot as well. So we have the best uh, scientific methods to tell us this stuff. If you want to learn more information about that, sorry, here's my little sales pitch. If you want to hear a little more information about that, 
Email me at joshpachinski at gmail.com or go to secretseo.guru. That's secretseo.guru. And take a look at my mentorship program. You can see all the results there. Those are all real results. All the graphs are going up like this. So people suddenly, I can't rank. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I Oh, I talked to Josh. Boom. And the ranking goes like this. Check it out. I've got like 40 graphs on there. And I've got like 30 more in, in the uh, Dropbox folder. Whenever uh, anyone has success in my group, either myself or my students, whether it's directly from my knowledge, I put those uh, those graphs in the uh, in the uh, bit.ly slash SEO proof. That's bit.ly slash SEO proof. Don't believe me? Fine. Don't believe me. Don't believe me because, you know, I have the best chest hair in the industry or whatever it is. <laughs> Go to bit.ly slash SEO proof and see for yourself the kind of results we're getting. Uh, and that's all from our scientific knowledge. And that's that's how we can tell this. And that's why we know it and nobody else does. Because for some odd reason that I can't quite figure out, nobody else in the industry decides to do really high-level scientific testing. They all talk about it. I've started this little trend of people talking about it all over the place. But none of them do it because really because at the end of the day, they don't know how slash they don't want to be proven wrong slash it's really time consuming. And I'd spend a lot of time doing it. And I have a lot of I have 10 apprentices helping me do it. Uh, and it takes a full team of people to do SEO testing. So it's not easy to do. So come to the people who already have all the knowledge and I'll tell you exactly what we tested. And there are some bombshells you would not believe. Uh, that are clearly killing your rankings right now, or you could just do, a, you could add a, just a couple tags, just a few tags in your page, and you would be ranking better like that. Because, because of magic, because we know, because of what they are. So that's end sales pitch, uh, you know, uh, slash end rant. Okay, so email me at joshpachinski.gmail.com if you want information about that. So um, that's the problem with Google, like I said. They're not your friends. They're not here to give you information. They're here to hide their algorithms and their modus operandi ever since Panda and Penguin and Matt Cutts left, uh, bless his heart, uh, was to lie. Is to lie. Just bold-faced lie and tell you that you can't fix it when you can. You can fix it. Uh, we can fix it. I suppose you can fix it if you listen to us. We can fix it. I don't know why you guys can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can fix it. Uh, you shouldn't listen to them. Uh, pretty much whatever he's saying, like uh, you should pretty much do the opposite almost, almost always. Not always, almost always. And so stop listening to John Mueller and just come listen to people who are doing the scientific experiments and then you'll learn exactly what they are. Now, um, that's another really good point I want to mention. So I've shown you guys, um, I've shown you guys this other graph here of the, the continuum of knowledge. I've got a different graph I want to show you today. This is going to be, I guess I shouldn't have said slash and rant because I haven't quite finished my rant yet. This is going to be the, the, I'll share with you some SEO secrets. This is going to be the most important information, SEO information you've ever heard in your life. I'm going to blow your mind right now with some SEO information. I'm going to leak some information to you that we found that uh, always works in SEO and is the most important thing you could possibly do. And let me show you what it is. And it is called this thing called knowledge. <laughs> here it is here. So I put our kind of knowledge, our SEO knowledge, into three buckets. There's the highly trustable bucket of the stuff that uh, we've done in single variable environment tests. There's the bucket two, which are strong to weak maybes, where we're using core software to see massive changes in the industry. And so when you see 20 different factors up 400 points, and all the 20 different factors are related to, I don't know, uh, uh, XYZ, speed, for example, maybe, or maybe social or stuff like that, you know that that's a major ranking factor now. And it's a very strong maybe. It's still just a maybe. But it's a very strong maybe because 20 different factors are up 400 points. The They say that that just because there's correlation doesn't mean there's cause. Yeah, but when there's a hell of a lot of correlation, there probably is cause. So uh, the whole industry is, is kind of been brainwashed by Google, but Matt Cutts going, cause correlation, cause correlation, cause correlation. And everyone goes, oh, as soon as it's correlation, therefore it's bad. They have no idea what they're talking about, right? It's equally a fallacy to say it is causal because I see correlation. It is equally equally a fallacy to say it's not causal because we have correlation. The right answer is in the middle somewhere. And until people get this, their, their, their SEO is still going to just not do very well. And then there's this, this bucket I call the shit bucket. <laughs> that's, the, that's, how, that's the quality of knowledge it is. This is talking about knowledge. Every SEO should be able to tell you what, what their knowledge is coming from. This is bucket one knowledge, meaning they've actually tested it. This is bucket two knowledge, meaning they have some evidence for it, which is in the field which is one of the worst kinds of, of bucket two knowledge, or even better, they have Cora uh, correlation software knowledge telling them that this is actual 
uh, knowledge. And plus, you got to do the correlations correctly. A lot of people have been doing correlation studies lately, and they've been doing it completely wrong. And finally, the shit bucket. And let me just go over quickly what this is. You guys tell me if you've ever seen this kind of, heard of this kind of knowledge in SEO before. Oh, uh, SEO opinions. Where they just say, you know, oh, I think this. I read someone's blog, and therefore I'm doing it on my sites now. Or all the weird tools and tactics, like, I don't know, making Google stacks or silos or puffer links or filler links or anything the black hat idiots are talking about or anything the idiots on Facebook or, or the rest of the YouTube people are talking about. You want a skyscraper content. You want long pages necessarily rank better, like whatever bullshit they're saying that they haven't actually tested in controlled non-in-the-field environments, in controlled single variable environments. They have no idea what they're talking about. The new hot thing they're talking about, oh, look, guys, I made a video, I have my shirt off, and look, I made a video, and this and that, and blah, 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 because it worked once for one jackass. doesn't mean, A, it's a ranking factor, or B, it's going to work for anybody else, or that's a good idea to tell them to do it. And, of course, stuff that they're selling. So as soon as an SEO says they're selling you something, you should, you should have, including everything I'm saying right now, by the way, you should have a very healthy level of skepticism. And your first answer should be, show me your evidence. And if you sign up to my mentorship group, I will gladly show you my evidence. I can't just give the evidence away because then everybody would know. And then Google would change it. So I have to hide this knowledge from Google. But you can join the mentorship group and then quit if you like. Quit after one month if you want. It's a pretty cheap way to get all this knowledge that can literally change your game from this to this. So it would probably be a good thing to do. Anyway, so that's my rant. It's the quality of knowledge that uh, the SEO industry is lacking. Uh, the way the SEOs, the way that most SEOs operate, in-house SEOs, consultant SEOs, every single SEO at SMX, West or Advanced, every single one, they're all amateurs. They have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to scientific knowledge. I don't mean that they're wearing a lab coat and they actually did a PhD. I mean, I did a PhD, whoop-de-doo. No, I mean, they, they don't know how to apply that type of thinking to their SEO approach, or they think it's impossible for whatever reason because Google brainwashed them, or they just don't like me. That's the reason. They just don't like me. They just don't like me. I don't know why they don't like me. How could you possibly not like me? No, I mean, obviously, my giant ego and, and ugly, annoying voice aside, that's the reason why they don't like me, because I call people out. However, I would like to refer you to my pet dog here. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> this, is my, this is my pet my pet dog, see? Um, just because they're offended, uh, the fact that I'm right and that I, I'm, I'm telling you what knowledge is better and the kind of knowledge you need to seek and the kind of knowledge that every SEO, if they're going to be worth their salt, they need to be able to tell you, yes, they're going to say, I don't know what, let's say, for just the sake of an example, this is not actually a ranking factor. I'm just using this as an example. They're going to say, oh, yeah, the table tag is a ranking factor, and that's bucket one knowledge. You go, okay, if that's true, what they're telling me, and then if you if you doubt it, uh, you should ask them for their for their evidence. You should ask them for their actual scientific evidence that they did. Show me your test. Show me your case study. Show me your, your hypothesis, your abstract, how, how the test ended up. Show me your pages. Show me exactly how that worked so you can replicate it because in the end of the day, that's the only way you know for sure is if you can replicate their test. That's how science works, folks. If they say, oh, yeah, table tag is a ranking factor, just wrap table around your keyword and you'll boost your rankings 10 times, you need to be able to test that result. So, so that's the kind of highly testable knowledge, the highly uh, trustable kind of knowledge. They should be able to say, oh, yeah, or, or table tag is, a, is a, it's bucket two knowledge. I've seen it in the field or Cora correlated or a, a correlation that the table tag was a ranking factor. So that's, that's, that's another class. That's worse class. But that's better than you're sitting at the bucket three shit knowledge where you're sitting in SMX West and you look to the guy to the right of you and the lunch table and you say, hey, dude, what's the biggest ranking factor these days? And he goes, table tags, dude table tags. You go, okay, that's the worst possible kind of knowledge. You might as well go ask some street person what a ranking factor is. That's the equal quality of knowledge right there. So now the rant is over. Okay. So let me get here to see some stuff. So some people here on the show have asked some questions. Uh, Semi, Andrew, any of you guys, do you have any questions you want to ask verbally right now? Or should I go right to the questions I have written in the chat here? And then I will get to the YouTube questions in just a second. Go ahead. If you want, if you have a microphone, you want to ask, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, so I mentioned that stuff about John Mueller. Okay, so here's a question that somebody asked here in the chat, in the or private chat here. Uh, they said, you mentioned silos don't work. I do mention silos don't work. They don't. 
So is there, in fact, they're, they're bad for your SEO. They, they, they will reduce your, your rankings across the board, unfortunately. Uh, you mentioned silos don't work. So is there anything you recommend for internal linking? What are the guidelines you follow? Our stringent scientific testing has shown that silos have no inherent benefit whatsoever. And in fact, internal links, as far as we can tell, aren't generating any juice on their own whatsoever. The only use, we did a 100-page test in a controlled environment where there's no social, no links, no traffic, no English words, only gibberish, nothing Google is changing, nothing Google is doing, same site, same speed, same plugin, same WordPress, same everything. And the only thing that's different is we had 100 pages, we put an internal link on every single page to one page, exact match query, and that page dropped in ranking. It did not go up in ranking, it dropped in ranking. So internal links apparently don't help, <laughs> right? Uh, and we've varied it with not exact match. The, the internal links don't generate any juice whatsoever on their own. So the, what, what, is, what can you infer from this? Well, I'm not saying stop doing your internal linking. I'm not saying go out there and change all your websites. This is just a single variable test. Then you need to apply it in the field. So you need to take all the ideas you hear in the field, test them in a controlled environment, repeat the tests, have someone else test them. Then when you think you found something, bring it back to the field and see if it works the same way there. That's how we operate. That's, that's our, our killer there for, look at all our graphs at bit.ly slash SEO proof. Whoop, they all go up. Um, that's how, basically, you can replicate it if you want. It just takes 10, a, a team of 10 people to do it on a daily basis. Uh, or you can just join a group that's already doing it and get the benefit of all the tests we've already done. Um, and so what does that mean for internal linking? Well, you still have to have internal links, obviously. Internal links, as far as we can tell from our scientific testing, are only these days now, in the state of the algorithm as it is in the last couple of months, seems to be that uh, they're good for routing external link juice and they're good for routing traffic. But the more you route external link juice and the more you route traffic, the, the, less, the, the worse signals you have. So basically, in my mind, all the, all the structures should be like a tree structure. Like this is the index page. And you link down to a page, you link down to a page, you link down to a page, and basically not having every page linked to itself like this, because it doesn't seem to help in any way, shape, or form, especially if all your links are pointing at the index page. So if all your links are pointing at the index page, you need to, on the main content of that page, you need to put links to your, your product pages, your ranking pages you want to rank, or your category pages, whatever pages you want to rank, and then that flows the, uh, the link choose properly and, and effectively. And sorry. Silos don't work. We've tested silos every which way. I had a hundred uh, page silo. It didn't do anything. It does not boost, it does not inherently boost the uh, the rankings of a page. Uh, this is just a myth that people say. And sorry, that's just the way it is. If you have a silo, you might consider deleting it because right now you're probably doing keyword cannibalization and you're forcing RankBrain to choose between, I don't know, three or four pages on your site. And you're demoting the rankings of all of them as, instead of pooling the, the signals onto one strong page that's on XYZ. And the only page on your site about XYZ, so that tank brain, that's what I call rank brain. Tank brain's not very bright. It goes, oh, I guess I rank this better, and it puts this out. Instead of having three pages that are kind of about XYZ, and none of them rank very well, therefore, for XYZ. Okay. Uh, also, somebody asked me that they'd love to hear more about conversion rate optimization, CRO, conversion rate optimization. It seems to be a blocking point for them. Well. Conversion rate optimization is super important. As I said, the quality algorithm, Google's lied. They watch every page you go to. They watch every page you go to and everything you click. They watch every single move you make in Chrome, just like the, just like the, the, uh, the Sting song. Every move you make, every step you take, every porn site you go to, they, they watch you. And they watch what you click and what you do and your mouse movements and stuff like that. That's how their capture works, where you prove you're not a robot. You just, you just check the, the checkbox, and it goes around in circles. It's processing right then whether or not, it, based on all your movements and the history of your movements, whether they think you're human or you're a bot. Because everyone makes a bot, and the mouse, the, move, the mouse moves like this, and I'm human, and you cannot tell Google that I am not human. Obviously, they can tell, right, because humans move in organic, smooth, fluid ways, and they do random, weird human things. And Google can do all these experiments because they control all the information in the world and all the places you go to, and they 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 control the safe browse uh, safe browse database for malware. And they can see where every IP address goes to every URL, and you send packets to Google every single time on all major mo all major modern browsers on the desktop and on the, on mobile. They know everywhere you go. They plug this into their AdWords capability. They've already admitted they do this based on IP address, 
Uh, whether you're in incognito mode or not, it doesn't matter. They're tracking via IP address and your logins. And then they do that for AdWords, and they also do that for, for the quality algorithms. Because at the end of the day, the only way to tell for sure when Tank Brain thinks, oh, this page is good for X, Y, Z, the only way, and they send traffic to it, the only way they close the loop of knowing for sure that that was a good page to put for X, Y, Z was what do the users do when they get there? Do they do happy mouse things? Or do they bounce back to Google? Or do they go around the site and then close? Or do they, you know, whatever the signals are there, and we've tested a lot of them and we know the, the important ones for this uh, at this point, enough that we can boost rankings or avoid you demoting rankings quite a bit. And this is worth 30 to 50% of your, your rankings, in my opinion. Every single update they've been doing lately has been a relevance update. John Mueller has said so. That's all about this loop of they search XYZ, your, your keywords and stuff, and your on-page and your off-page tell you that you should be ranking for XYZ. They risk traffic on you for XYZ. That's the search query, XYZ, and the users like it, and then they boost your rankings for XYZ, and they try other ones, and they drop. So quality score is, is 30, 33 to 50%, at least your, your, your rankings. Then your you're on-page and off-page semantic is the rest. And, and other than speed and tech stuff, uh, that's it. That's how you rank these days. Sounds easy, doesn't it? Well, so where does CRO come in? Conversion rate optimization comes in when you, when you maximize, when you optimize your micro-conversions, and your macro conversions. The micro conversions are every little step they had to take before they made a macro conversion, which is the conversion, where they clicked up the button you wanted them to click. They whatever they did, they signed on to, they, they they clicked on your affiliate link, or they clicked on your call to action, or they clicked on your whatever what you want them to do. Those are the micro conversions they need to do every time they need to look, scroll, click, move, read, interact. Micro conversions and. To do proper CRO, you need to install a piece of software like Crazy Egg or like Hotjar. And you need to follow them through doing all those little little steps until you get to the macro conversion. That's what you want. You want the macro conversion. And that's the call to action. You need you need to do all of it. You want all of this, but you need to follow them through all the micro conversion steps until finally they're at the macro conversion. That big juicy call to action that makes you your monies and gets you your stuffs like your your fancy shirts you order online. And, and then they click that, and that's you need to push them all the way to here and make as many of them as possible do this. That's conversion rate optimization. And it, it's the most, it is the single most important thing in SEO these days. And that's not bucket two knowledge. That's not my guess, my theoretical guess. That's not that's not shit bucket, bucket three knowledge where I'm just pulling it out of my ass and saying it because it's easy for me to do so as an SEO asshole consultant. No, this is bucket one. I have tested this in a single variable environment knowledge. F you, anyone who says otherwise. Show me your data if you think you have better data. I'll show you mine. Just join my group. Uh, or if you're a major scientist and you have a bunch of data, I, I could maybe share it secretly. But if you're just trying to do that to get access to my group without paying, well, then no. <laughs> so so sorry. That's the way it's got to work. So, so conversion rate optimization is the most important, I can say with bucket one authority, highly trustable single variable test authority that CRO is the single most important SEO thing you can do these days. It will improve your sales immediately. It, it will improve the user experience immediately. Oh, uh, did I mention it'll improve your sales immediately, so do it anyway, whether it's SEO or not, but I know for a fact that it is a fact, not guessing, a fact. Everyone else is guessing, I know for a fact it is. And I know for a fact it is. It's gonna boost your SEO as well. And Google, that's what Google's doing. That's what all these relevance updates are doing. Everyone's scratching their head, what is Google doing? What is it about? Is it eat? Do I have to get doctors now? Blah, blah. They have no idea. They, like the knowledge is here. They are way back here in this desert. You see here, that's them behind that little ravine there going, ooh, they have no idea walking around. They're all losing their jobs. They're all losing money. They have no idea. They're all commenting on Barry's blog. But Barry puts up a poll, are you in SEO? 60% are saying they're getting out of SEO. 10% said they're getting out of it entirely. That's what's going on in the SEO industry because everyone is, is stupid and they don't, they don't do what in SEO what they should be what they do in life. They trust scientists in life. You don't usually go to the snake oil salesman for his literal medical snake oil. You go to the medical doctor who has science behind what what she is talking about. Correct, right? Well, that's what you're supposed to be doing in SEO, but nobody does it. So uh, because it used to be so easy, you didn't need scientific evidence. It was just buy links, throw links at it. That used to be SEO for 15 years, and so you didn't really need to do a lot of scientific testing. And the, the algorithms were so simple that that in the field test was almost uh, uh, was almost as good as a single variable test. But now Google's very smart. Google's like, we're not going to tell you the algorithms. F you. You're not our friends. Blah, 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 blah. 
They got they got they got anywhere from, they have like what a 500 PhDs of the smartest people in the world there just to stop you from understanding what the hell is going on, and they're obfuscating it right. So you have to break it down. You have to have uh, massive correlation software like Cora. You have to be doing single variable tests. That's just the way it is. So that's why CRO is important. That's what it is, and that's why it's so important. It is the single most important thing because it'll boost your sales and it affects your ranking the most. When Tank Brain, when someone searches XYZ in Google and Tank Brain goes, ooh, this page talk about XYZ, let me try it. And then they send traffic to it. And what does that traffic do? Oh, this traffic hates it. They bounce back to Google, this page falls. Oh, Tank Brain, try again. People search XYZ. Ooh, this other page say talk about XYZ. Let me try it. Boom, they send traffic to it. Oh, people like it. Ooh, ooh, it ranks higher. And that closes the information loop for Google. And it only makes sense. This was the best way, the only way for them to know that a page is about XYZ and is a good match for XYZ is that it has XYZ written all over it. And that they send traffic to it and the traffic terminates the search and they're happy. So exactly how that works, I will explain to you in detail. Uh, and I have to my mentorship uh, students. But basically, that's it, guys. You know, and anyone, any any industrious person who's been listening to me for a while, listening to this, already knows exactly what I'm talking about, and could probably do a pretty good job at faking it, even without the the actual experiments that we did. Okay, I've already said too much. Okay, so um, here's a good question from Sammy. Sammy, did you want to ask verbally, or do you want me to read this out? Just so people hear a different voice other than my voice talking all the time. Okay. Uh, no, no answer. Or yes, Sammy, do you want to you ask it? He unmuted himself. Is he going to do it? <laughs> I'm waiting with anticipation. Is Sammy going to speak? Sammy's microphone is probably not working. Okay. I'm going to ask it. As soon as I start saying it, he's going to pipe in. I'm going to ask it. Don't worry about it. I'll ask it. Okay. He says, any idea how to force Google to use the meta description? I have the case of using an H, uh, H2 with an ID tag right after something, something, blah, 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 blah. And Google uses now that text instead of the meta description. Um, there's no way to force Google to do almost anything. Uh, usually working with Google is the easier way to do SEO. But um, uh, if they choose, usually be, they, they normally, although a lot of people have noticed this lately, so I'm not sure if this is still true. So this is bucket two knowledge. I'm, I'm telling you exactly what level it is. Uh, bucket two in the field of observations, it seems to me that if you put your uh, keyword in the meta description and you make it a, a short meta description that's only about what they're looking for without too much uh, uh, extraneous information, that increases the chance, that probably maximizes the chance that Google is going to choose your, your meta description as opposed to what they think the answer is in your page. So they're always going to put what they think the answer is, the relevant information in your page. But notice what information they grab. Actually, it's quite interesting to notice what information they grab from your page as opposed to your meta description. So if your meta description is not the answer, they will put the answer in that place. So to maximize your chances of them using the meta description as the answer is make your meta description the answer. Okay, I hope that made sense. Okay, I hope I have a whole bunch of lively questions over here. In white hat versus black hat, let me see uh, what people are talking about. Oh yes, here is another great piece of information. So Jordan Pierce is a wonderful guy, a very handsome fellow. Actually, we met and had burgers when he was here in Victoria, and he was building fences for his family. <laughs> if you need a good fence built, ask ask Jordan Pierce. He has he has uh, proficiency in building fences, and uh, he he reminded me to talk about this. So here's an experiment, right? Here's a perfect experiment. And let me bring up my, my sheet here again. <clears throat> so we tested, John Mueller said a bunch of months ago, probably even close to a year ago now. He said, and this is, so whenever he says something, that's at best here at the bottom of bucket two, a week maybe, that you don't necessarily need to have an H1 on your page, that they have been experimenting with algorithms that if you have uh, a CSS kind of header that looks just like an H1, that that's probably just as good, quote unquote. So we're like, okay, John, we'll try that. So what we did is we set up a simple test where we tested some test pages that had H1s versus test pages that had CSS that looked exactly like the H1s. 
We made the CSS look exactly like it, and we made the CSS in the exact same position as the H1s. And guess what? The H1s beat them every single time. <laughs> so that's just one just one example we did. So make sure you have you know uh, uh, the keywords and on-page matter, folks. And so H1s are a major factor in that. And so unless Google listens to this and decides to, out of spite to change this, which I strongly doubt because they don't bother listening to me, that this is a, another example where you cannot trust Google, where either John Mueller was just wrong or just spitballing, or maybe he was right at the time, but they changed it. It's entirely possible. Google changes, guys. They change their algorithms all the time. Since April, they've done a complete 180-degree change. Complete 180-degree change ever since April 16th. The algorithms are completely different from April 16th than they used to be. And if you haven't noticed that, then you haven't been paying attention, you haven't been doing scientific testing. So this is a perfect example where we tested what Google said, which was a week maybe, and we got a strong, trustable uh, result. No, you definitely better have H1s in your page because the CSS doesn't work as well. And we tested that one tiny little variable, and that's how single variable tests work. We test one tiny little variable, and then we know that John Mueller is wrong, or Google is lying in general, or Google changes, and you cannot trust what they say. You cannot trust anything here. Ultimately, you need to be going with this here as much as possible. And if you don't, you are risking all your revenue, you're risking your job, you're risking uh, all of that. So, uh, uh, Andrew, Sammy, did you want to jump in? I thought I heard some preparatory talking sounds. Okay, it'll continue to be the, the Josh Frog Brothers show. If you need <laughs> if you need SEO or you need to stake any vampires, call me. I can stake them for you. Uh, but pray you never need to call me to, to stake vampires because you know that's you know scary and stuff. Okay, so um blah 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 blah. Okay, let's see what questions we got here in the Oh, we have a burning question. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Ryan says, because science, all in caps. Yes, because science, exactly. Why do I have to give such an invective for this? This should, be the, this should be the easy argument, right? Every single boss, every single SEO, every single company should look at their SEO and say, you mean to tell me you were not doing scientific testing all this time? Like, sorry to, 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 to risk your jobs, guys, but the CEO should be like, um, excuse me? Like, like, that's what's going to be happening, guys. Um, okay, so Ryan has a burning question. His burning question is, how do you think the net neutrality will affect SEO since internet speeds will be affected? That's a great question, Ryan. Um, it's hard to say exactly how that's going to affect SEO. It is going to affect site speed, and I can tell you that speed is a major thing you need to think about for SEO. Uh, and so that's going to be a major factor there. Uh, but I don't know if net neutrality is going to make that much of a difference just for web pages. It's supposed to only be used for like Netflix and stuff like that. Netflix, which is, which is, I read recently is the largest bandwidth hog out there. So that's what you need to watch out about. Uh, Kenny King asks, uh, if you guys have SEO questions, please ask them with some stars uh, on the YouTube chat on the right hand side. I'll answer. I'll, I'll try to answer any SEO question that I can. Kenny King asks on my e-commerce site. The content section is formatted with a date in the URL, example, slash news, slash 2018, slash blah, in an attempt to get into Google News. Should I remove and 301 redirect? Kenny, that's a, a good question. The answer is, if you are already ranking where you want to rank, the answer is no. If you're already ranking where you want to rank or close to where you want to rank, you never change the URL. Changing the URL immediately makes Google reprocess all the signals you lose your quality score because before this URL, URL xyz.com, whatever, had this quality score. If you change your URL to abc.com, that's a different URL, and therefore they have to reprocess the quality score. And so, and they have to, re they have to forward all the authority signals as well, and they have to reprocess your on page. So they have to reprocess at least 66% of your, your uh, if not more of your ranking algorithms, I'd say closer to 70 to 80% of your ranking algorithms every time you change a URL. So you're going to lose your rankings for some time. That's how to tell if you really want to tell. This is kind of like an extreme way to test, kind of like trying to break up with your girlfriend to see if she loves you. 
which I do not recommend, <laughs> that would be a very bad thing, or your boyfriend, a very bad thing to do, very risky thing to do, because you might be like, well, let's break up. They go, okay, and they leave. Oh, okay, I guess they didn't love you know. So this is the same kind of thing. Like, this will be a test though. If you want to see if Google thinks you're highly trustable and high authority, uh, change your URLs and see how quick you get your rankings back. <laughs> That'll tell you how, how highly trusted you are. And for the most part, it takes can take weeks to months so you definitely need to watch out about that. Uh, uh, so don't change your URLs if you're already there. Uh, but we just did this test recently, and we found out something very interesting in regards to that. I can tell you what has the best URL factor is and what you should be doing. Uh, all you need to do is join my Fancy Dancy mentorship group. All right, Michael Norris has a question. But don't change it. Don't go changing your URLs, especially if you like where you're ranking. If you don't like where you're ranking, if you don't care about your rankings, then go ahead, change your URLs all you like. And you should definitely try and get as many signals on the page level as possible. Michael Norris says, question, you mentioned getting newspaper links for rankings. Are you getting Harrow, which is help a reporter out, H-A-R-O, help a reporter out, links, or an article the paper accepts from you as a contributor, or something else? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hello? Sammy, do you have something to say? Um, no, sorry, but I had problems with my audio. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. <laughs> okay, no, no question now. I, I, I pitch in later. That was a technical problem. Sorry. <laughs> not a problem at all. Not a problem at all, Sammy. Pitch in, jump in whenever you want. So, um, Michael, your question was uh, about uh, helper reporter outlinks. Uh, I know people who use Hero um, uh, reliably, and they've gotten plenty of links from doing that. It's time consuming. It is um, uh, it is is hard to do, but if you're in the business of selling links, for example, or if you're in the business of needing to get lots of links, they use Harrow and they've gotten plenty of links before. Uh, I have another method of acquiring. He said acquiring in scare quotes, people acquiring for the podcast people uh, links, and it's not that way. That's far too time consuming. Dot dot dot. I won't tell you exactly what it is, but you know what it is. I said acquire. I said acquire with with scare quotes. You know exactly what it is. And it can be expensive, let's put it that way, for newspaper links. Anyway, uh, Amit Singh, a longtime viewer of the show, Amit Singh, who I'm not convinced is not Amit Singh all, the ex-head of search uh, from Google. Uh, he says, having the same URL twice in a page causes a problem? Because of our mobile and desktop design, we only show one URL and hide the other one. I don't know how you can show one URL and hide the other one. I don't know what you mean by that. You're gonna to have to um, you're gonna to have to explain a little bit more what that means. Um, but do you mean keyword twice in the URL? Um, you can have the keyword twice in the URL. It, it it's not great. Uh, there is an over optimization threshold you can reach there. But interestingly, uh, you can be uh, there's no problem at all with having uh, depending as long as your as long as your uh, CRO is on point. Uh, as long as your CRO is on fleek, to use the language of the young people, <laughs> blah, blah, puke. as long as <laughs> Josh said on fleek, ew. As, <laughs> as long as your language, is, as long as your CRO is on point, uh, you can have like uh, uh, redapples.com slash uh, redapples, and that will not cause a problem. And we've seen that, that uh, I've actually seen that uh, in the field uh, work perfectly fine in a, in a very uh, awesome test that another fellow tester, Kyle, Kyle did recently. Uh, NMR2067 says, Google doesn't want you to rank. They want you to buy their damn pay-per-clicks. You're right. That's what they want you to do. They want to make ranking as, high as hard as possible, so you all have to pay the Google tax, which is much higher than the Facebook tax. So uh, get Facebook ads, guys. Uh, I have a Facebook guru on my group. We'll also tell you how to get Facebook traffic and also how to use Facebook as a killer SEO method for boosting your SEO, stuff that basically no one else knows about. So join my group. There's never been a better SEO group for such a low, low price. Uh, but seriously, do Facebook ads. Don't join my group if you don't want to, but 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 do Facebook ads because it's, it's fantastic. Um... The Furman UK asks, uh, what do the yellow arrows on the left say to anyone on a phone? I can't read it. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, oh, you mean the oil oh, for my, my thing. Uh, so on, uh, let me let me show you what that meant. On my uh, bucket example, you're talking about. 
So this is uh, this yellow arrow here says stronger to weaker. So stronger uh, bucket two evidence, strong maybes float to the top on this bucket, like like uh, multiple correlation studies that show really strong correlation across many different uh, similar factors. And weaker, like John Mueller saying something offhand, that's the weakest kind of maybe. Maybe that's a ranking factor. Gary Ilyish whispers to you at a conference when you're both, you're both taking a piss. He goes, he looks over and goes, hey, you know what? If you put my name in, in the page, it's a ranking factor. You go, okay, thanks, Gary, very much. Maybe that's a ranking factor, maybe not. But that's almost, that's no better than SEO opinion at that point. And that goes in the shit bucket, which is, I don't know. I don't know if that's a ranking factor to I doubt it entirely. I'm agnostic to I'm also atheistic about that particular ranking factor. I do not know. Gnostic, gnosis, the Greek word gnosis is a type of knowing. A is negation, agnostic. That's where that word comes from. And atheistic is the theist is believing in a particular kind of uh, knowledge at that point. And A is not knowing, not believing. So that's what, there's your Greek lesson for the day. <laughs> Woo, thanks, Josh. So stronger is up here, weaker is here. And here, the uh, single variable tests are only as good as the last time you did them. So the more recent tests are stronger, the less recent tests are weaker. Like if you tested a single variable test two years ago, well, that starts to almost be just as good as something that's a strong maybe because Google does hasn't changed their algorithms quite a bit ever since April. And so uh, anything that was tested before April, I'm kind of like, Meh. I don't even know if I trust that single variable test and I would put that more, more like over here. So that's how that knowledge works. And that is probably the most important uh, slide you'll ever see in SEO and quite possibly your life because it applies to all life. And there's your philosophy lesson for the day. Okay. Uh, Gaming Boy says, where is Chase? <laughs> Good question. Uh, for some reason, he doesn't want to come on my show anymore. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, he, he sends me his bag statements on a regular basis and, and he's doing fairly well. Uh, kind of. He's doing kind of well uh, compared to other SEO consultants who know what they're doing. Uh, Benjamin asks, what if my top 20 level competitors will use Cora and follow its instructions? What if Google will random change results to disturb Cora signals? There are two potential warnings if Cora will, will be popular. That's right, but Cora is not that popular. Cora has, uh, trust me, Ted wishes it was more popular. <laughs> There's hardly anybody out there using Cora. Like, if you want to compare people using SEMrush, to Cora, it would be SEMrush, and Cora would be here, like in the space in between my hands, you can barely see. So it's not that popular. Hardly nobody knows about it, and they can't hide uh, signs from Cora. Uh, they could try and turn off Cora's ability to get the data, but as long as Cora can get the data, and and Ted tells me there's no way they can turn that off. I'll take his word for it because he's a programmer. I have no idea. He tells me the way he's doing it, there's no way they could turn it off because they can't differentiate Cora from a, a user. And uh, it's built right into the Chrome, uh, into a, a version of the Chrome browser that he wrote himself. And uh, I suppose Google could turn it off if they really want to. I mean, betting against Google's tech team is a bad bet. But there's really no, it would be very difficult for them to turn it off. And uh, uh, he says there's no way. I'll take his word for it. But let's say even if they could, uh, there's no way we could stop. They could stop us from being able to get the knowledge from correlation studies because at least half of the ranking factors are on stuff we control. At least I'll repeat. At least half of the ranking factors are on stuff we control and we can see and we can crawl that are all out in the open. So there's no way they can hide that from us, from a, uh, a smart programmer like Ted. He's not just smart, he's brilliant. He's, he's effing brilliant. Ted is an effing brilliant man. He used to work for a major, um, I mean a major software company, uh, one that I've mentioned on this show before, and uh, like a major one. I mean, one that you all have used a piece of their software. Let's put it that way. And uh, he used to be a, ma a major programmer for that company. And so he knows what he's talking about when he makes Cora. If you want to try Cora out, uh, by the way, you thought the sales pitch was done, but it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't mean to make this whole thing a sales pitch. I really don't. But uh, my mentorship students get 30% off Cora. I have a link for 25% off Cora if you want to give it a try and don't want to join the mentorship group. But my mentor students get Cora and Facebook Mastery and all the SEO secrets and all their graphs are going to go like this. I guarantee they will get ranking graphs like this. Uh, and they get 30% off Cora. Anyway, sorry, I'm not, I'm not gonna sell anymore. I promised I wasn't gonna sell anymore. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, it's not likely, uh, if everyone's using Cora, well then, then then it'll be a level playing field. And then it'll be it, it'll be down to stuff that Cora doesn't track. Cora doesn't track user clicks. Cora has no idea and we can have no idea. Only Google can see what people click on, on Google 
and what people or what people click on other people's websites because Google and Facebook can see that too. If you're if you've ever logged into Facebook, they can see it as well. But uh, or they can probably get some of that information anyway, and they're probably sharing information as well. So mastering Facebook and Google is kind of the, what you need to do. Uh, but don't worry, I don't think Cora will ever be that popular because at the end of the day, bucket one knowledge is hard. Bucket one knowledge is tough. Doing science is hard, people. Um, there's a reason why science degrees take four years as opposed to an art degree takes three. No offense to arts people, I did philosophy. Uh, and my wife did English. Although we did honors degrees, so it was four years, but that does, that's not the point. Um, there's a reason why the, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's math is tough, science is tough. There's a reason why it's hard for people to get in it. So um, Gaming Boy says, so Chase is wrong? Yes, whatever Chase has said, he is wrong. That is, that is a apodictic fact. <laughs> That is, there's a truth floating around in the realm of Plato's forms. Whatever Chase has said is wrong. You know why? Because he refuses to do scientific testing. And so all of his knowledge is in the shit bucket. That's what I said. Uh, Chase is wrong. All of his knowledge comes from the shit bucket. Anyone who listens to him, uh, unless you, you better, you better test it because otherwise you're, you're right there with him in the shit bucket. And you know what happens when you go in the shit bucket? I, I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't, I don't want to know what happens. I don't know what happens. Okay, so George says, what would you recommend better than WordPress for a content traveling site? Thanks. George, I have no idea. Use the content management system that's good for you. Um, I, I like, uh, WordPress is good enough, but some people like uh, the other ones, you know, so use whatever, I like straight HTML, quite frankly, uh, but I don't run big e-commerce sites. So whatever is good for you, uh, just make sure you have a programmer who knows how to use it, make sure you keep it updated so it's not uh, insecure. Uh, okay. Uh, what's going on on the September 27th update? Deirdre, thank you for asking. It's really hard to say what's going on with the September 27th update. Uh, uh, and, and, and quite frankly, I would, I would, I would suggest that's not the way to, to do SEO. We can tell a lot and, and Cora can tell us immediately a lot of what's going on. So you need to run a Cora diff. Uh, you know, a few weeks before September 27th and a few weeks after September 27th and look at what the difference is. And that's a, that's a tool right in core four, just press diff, boom. It'll tell you exactly what the difference is, what's, what's up and what's down. And that'll give you, after you look at 10 of those reports from different people, that'll give you a very, very good idea of what Google changed. But even with that high level of diagnostic knowledge that our group has that virtually no one who's not running Cora doesn't, um, I still don't recommend you do SEO that way because Cora is not, uh, uh, magical. I'm just gonna have to mute uh, Sammy here because people are getting background noise. Sammy, if you want to talk, go ahead, unmute yourself. Um, Core is not magical, it can't tell the future, it's just a measuring device and it can only measure what it can get access to. So, you still, I don't want people to think that Cora is our only tool, it's not. Our tools are POP plus Cora plus single variable experiment. That is the atom bomb, that is the atom bomb of SEO right there. You vet POP versus Cora versus SVE. And then you have uh, the highest possible level of knowledge that guarantees you will rank better in virtually any SERP. Uh, you throw Facebook in with that and you're, you're gonna dominate. Uh, we're beating brands, quite frankly. Uh, so um, it's definitely kind of the way you wanna go. Uh, uh, and so I, I, but even with that knowledge, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, oh, okay, I, Cora tells me to do this, this, and this. I wouldn't just laser focus on that because there's stuff Cora can't track. The, the, the proper process for SEO always is follows. Do a full audit, including a Quora report, do a full audit, uh, and then fix all the tech issues, all, all the speed issues, all, everything like that, and then do pop Quora and SVE on all the ranking pages, check uh, where you are, add social, check where you are, add links, excuse me, add links, check where you are, uh, and if, if you haven't ranked since then, then repeat, because you've done something wrong, you've missed something, or they've made an update, or something has changed. So I repeat, the proper SEO procedure, the only proper SEO procedure is this, full tech audit, full audit on everything, create a work list, fix all of that, pop Cora SVE on all your ranking pages, check where you are, repeat, check where you are, repeat, add social, check where you are, repeat, check where you are, repeat. That includes doing CRO, uh, that's part of the audit, right? Do proper CRO, so you're getting the maximum uh, conversions. And if that doesn't work, then add some links, acquire the links, he's using scare quotes people, acquire the links, and then, if you're not ranking by then, you've done something wrong because that, that will work every time if you're doing that properly. Okay, every time I guarantee it. Yes, I guarantee it. Someone says, hey Josh, can WordPress image attachment URLs hinder rankings because they're 
just low quality pages and is the best way to deal with them is just to de-index them. Uh, it doesn't really matter. You can no-index those. Google will decide what it wants to do with those pages. If most of your website is those pages, just pictures of, of people and stuff, like, yeah, that's probably a problem. Um, but those pages are not going to rank very well. But that doesn't mean other pages in your site can't rank very well. So I have that's my bucket two knowledge. I have no bucket one knowledge to contradict that. I have no I have no I have no reason to say that I think it's a problem. So it seems to me when I look in Search Console that that's all fine. Google just thinks those are crawl anomalies, and so they don't they don't bother uh, they don't bother uh, ranking those. So that that's perfectly fine. Peter Mark asks with many stars. Thank you, Peter. You know I'm blind. <laughs> Thank you very much. Does having images hosted on another domain hurts hurt one's SEO? That's a great question. Uh, a lot of people pull images from other domains, so I wouldn't imagine that's a, a, a demoting factor, but it could be. Uh, so we'll test that. That's a perfect single variable test, so we'll definitely go and test that. Uh, and so uh, apprentices who are paying attention, uh, in fact, I'll make a note to them now, uh, and we will run an experiment, and I will let you know because you are in a mentorship group. Boom, done. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get that tested. Uh, Jordan Pierce screams, use Facebook. You're right. Uh, Jordan, I don't know if you want me to mention, I won't mention any specifics, but uh, last week's course uh, for our mentorship group, my wife came on. She's my Facebook guru, and she's quite good. And I'm not just partial because she's my wife. She's Ask anyone. She, she's quite good in helping people uh, get Facebook results. And... Uh, uh, she showed how to do Facebook ads. Jordan took that knowledge and I think maybe like 24 hours later had an ad in Facebook that he spent, I don't know, Jordan, you have to correct me, but some very small amount, like just, just I think it was like 100 bucks or something along those lines and already had uh, quite a number of sales from it and had quite a number of clicks. So Facebook is super easy to rank SEO in. There's a lot of people on Facebook who, who want an SEO, uh, want SEO, and also it's a place where you can do really good ads. And Jordan's a really smart guy, and so he did good ads. He took Melissa's knowledge and did really good ads and got sales right away. He already had conversions 24 hours later. So uh, definitely, uh, uh, there's something you want to do. Um, the Furman UK asks uh, just to get traffic to the site, right? Facebook ads just to get traffic. Facebook pages and, and likes don't have any value. Yes, they do. So there's two ranking factors. I've mentioned them on the show before, and they are bucket one knowledge. We have single variable tested these. Uh, traffic from Facebook to your page, as long as they're happy and they're doing good things. And that's the first signal. And two, um, uh, uh, an organic Facebook page that links to your index page, and your index page links back to your Facebook page. That seems to be a ranking factor as well that we've tested, that Kyle's, uh, the other sister testing group, that we bounce tests off each other, they tested as well. Okay. Um, uh, more questions. Uh, blah, blah. Yeah, Jordan says, I tested for my SEO agency this week and only spent like 65 bucks and got two decent sized clients from it. Uh, and social tra traffic is very important. Gaming Boy says, shit bucket. Yes, exactly. Ha, ha, ha. I agree. Uh, Amit says, Josh, do you have any content list of your courses that you teach? I would like to join after my vacation. By all means, join. I don't have a list. Uh, the list is is you get it when you join the group. Uh, I, I'll, I, I teach about everything that's important, and I don't teach what's not. So, uh, again, I'm going to teach all our, our proven, guaranteed, scientifically vetted, proven, tested methods that guarantee uh, uh, better rankings, page one rankings. I'm going to teach all that, and I'm not going to teach anything else. Uh, I'm only going to give you the good stuff. So email me at joshbashinsky at gmail.com or again, go to secretseo.guru and you can see all the information there. Michael asks, if a keyword has 200 searches a month and you use bright local to search in different cities 100 times uh, and you click on your site, uh, would it be different IPs? Would you get a rank boost? I don't know how bright local works. Uh, it's, a great, it's a great tool. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's uh, uh, go to bright local and look for their local search tool. It's a great tool. Uh, they kind of, you don't have to remember the... Uh, the, the Google string yourself, they just plug it in for you. And it shows you how to search, uh, what the search will look like in different cities. You can also use Google AdWords uh, Ad Preview to do that as well. Uh, I don't know if it's different IP addresses. And uh, I don't know if you get a rank boost. I strongly doubt it. So that's not, I would not, you're wasting your time if you decide to use that as like some kind of uh, secret ranking trick to, to search in Bright Local a bunch of times and then click on a result. 
That's I doubt that I strongly doubt that's going to help you. Facebook traffic is what you want to do there. Facebook traffic is it could be cheaper than micro workers uh, at, at sometimes, and uh, they might actually want to buy something. So that might actually be good traffic. So do Facebook traffic. If you want to learn how, join the group. Um, uh, core is intense. It is, but Core Four is easier. They just give you a roadmap of just do this. It, it does. It is easier. And also, if you're running Cora, you can get uh, you can get a uh, course from Ted. Ted will give you one-on-one -on -one training. What other software? Like, when can you get one-on-one -on -one training from SEMrush? Not very often. Ted will give you one-on-one -on -one training for Cora if he has time. He's he's traveling right now, uh, so uh, he's the best guy. Definitely use his software. Um, uh, Deidre asks, when was the last Panda refresh? That's a great question. So the truth is, we don't really know. We don't even know if they call it Panda anymore. We don't know if if what was what they called Panda is even running anymore. Um, uh, so the last relevance update, which is quite, kind of a quality update, because uh, they use the word relevance quality interchangeably, uh, was uh, September 27th. That was the last time they did that update. And they're just doing that update all the time now. So, so really, um, no one really knows for sure, but I think the important thing about Panda is that it's a relevance update. And when do they run that update? They run that update all the time. It is the most important ranking factor. I'm telling you, it is the most important ranking factor. Uh, even this guy says it's the most important ranking factor. Okay. Um, uh, Jordan says pop too. That's right. Kyle is Kyle's very good too for, for supporting pop. Uh, it is, it is one of our major three tools, pop, Cora and SVE. Uh, Gaming Boy says he spent 120 bucks, uh, I'm assuming on Facebook, and got a thousand per month client. I mean, awesome. There you go. Definitely uh, one way to do it. Uh, okay, great. So that's all the questions there. Perfect. So it's an hour. That's the end of the show. So I'd like to thank everybody for being on here. Anybody who's on here, do you guys have any questions you want to ask verbally? Any microphone based questions you want to ask before we sign off? Any final thoughts? I, I did have a question, Josh. Shoot. Okay, so I don't know if you were thinking or if you would consider this answered in your earlier question about interlinking, but uh, let, let me just state it kind of uh, with some extra context. So I finished my keyword research and I've identified the SEO value search terms that I want to go after. Um, and all of them will say in the same topic. So, uh, so what I'm planning on launching is say a five to 10 page website. So I've got my, my home index page. I have my terms page, my privacy policy, my contact page. And then I have these pages that are going after these particular SEO valuable search terms. Um, how, how, what's my best approach of structuring that website with interlinking and everything to avoid the keyword cannibalization of my index page with those uh, money pages or those, you know, targeted search term pages? So that's a great question. That's, that's, uh, that, that's, that would take a, a long time to answer. So I'm going to do that for the mentorship group. In fact, I want to make that quickie for the mentorship group uh, and answer kind of that question. The short answer for the show of people listening is, um, Sometimes you can't help but have keyword cannibalization. Sometimes your index page is just kind of on a similar topic to like a, a purchase page and tank brain is going to choose between both of them and you can't really do much about it. Otherwise, other than that, the shorter answer is just don't do it. <laughs> don't make sure plan all your pages out, uh, uh, plan all your pages out carefully and don't take the SEO tactic that has been the shit bucket uh, uh, staple for years, which is make pages uh, that are really closely related and it helps you somehow. It doesn't. In fact, uh, it hurts your, your rankings actually, because it makes rank brain have to choose between multiple versions. So um, you have to you have to plan your site out very, uh, very carefully. And you have one page on XYZ. You have one page on the best red apples. You have one page on green pears. You have one page on, on blue, on blue grapes. And, and you don't cross them over and you don't really mention the other one on each other page. So that's the short answer of how to do it, but I will give a much better explanation of how I would do it to the mentorship group. Excellent. Uh, just a, just a, a quick add-on question to that. Does that mean like our homepage would just be a brand search page and be very thin and be like, we are selling food products and then those pages be best red apples and large apples and smaller apples? 
<laughs> you know, like, like it, so, you like going, so you like avoid all those search terms on your homepage. Is that, and maybe that's for the longer explanation, but that that's kind of a question that I'm, I'm seeing. Yeah, no, no. The answer is yes. The, the index page is a ranking page like any other. So you decide what you want the index page to rank for, and it should be closely related to whatever your URL is. If your URL has any uh, exact match or partial match keywords. And that's what that page ranks for. Uh, and then you should make it different from all the other pages. And yeah, that means you might have a lighter index page or if Google seems to just be hell bent to ranking your index page instead of your product pages, well then you then you can keyword cannibalize or, or have it on your index page as well. Like I said, going with Google is sometimes much easier than trying to bend Google to your will. Uh, and so it, it, it depends on this, is this an existing site? Is this a site that that uh, that uh, doesn't exist yet? And you're planning it out. That will change exactly what you would do then in that case as well. And um, you have to react to Google. If, like there's times where you try to make Google rank this page, but no matter what you do, they just don't like it. And for some stupid reason, in their AI they want to rank this page for this query. Fine. Then 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 optimize that page for it and 301 this page to that one or canonical this page to that one and boost that signal of that page going up higher. And that's probably in that particular case, what you want to do, but it depends, and it really depends on on does the site already exist or is it new and being planned out? All right, thank you. You're welcome. L so, looking forward to the longer <laughs> explanation inside the group. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, not a problem. It'll have diagrams and everything. So, thank you very much, everybody. This has been the White Hat versus Black at SEO. Josh, I had a question. Sure, go ahead, Michael. Question for you. Um, wanted to see what the negative drawback to this would be um, if someone has their um, main site uh, ranking on the first page and they also got a Google site ranking and also got a wordpress.com site ranking as well. Um, would the only drawback be that you could end up, Google changes their mind and they don't want to rank the Google site and WordPress site any longer? Would that be the only drawback or would there be other negative consequences to your main uh, domain that you have, your main URL. Uh, so you're asking me, is there any drawback to putting your main site on a Google site versus a WordPress site? No, no, I was saying if you had all three. So if you wanted to, um, uh, since oh, the Google site rank and the WordPress site with maybe the exact keywords might rank good too, and then you got your main branded URL that you're able to get ranking also, would there be any drawback to your main uh, branded URL, uh, having the other two sites, like the Google site that's ranking also, and also having the uh, wordpress.com site that's ranking? Uh, yeah, there's plenty of drawbacks. So so first off, they can't be duplicated. So they all, have to be, uh, they all have to be different. So now you have to maintain three different sites and maintain the information across three different sites. You have to acquire links for three different sites. You have to do conversion rate optimization on three different sites. Uh, two, um, Google's Google could very well, although we tested Google sites and they seem to do okay some of the time, some of them tank and you can't get them back. So I, I don't like that. I don't like that uh, variability. Uh, I don't see that there's any super uh, uh, advantage to doing that. I don't know what, what people are going to think if they encounter your main brand on a Google site as opposed to a branded.com. So I don't know what people are, your, your customers are going to think about that. And remember, a bunch of SEOs have already, to prove a point, or because they thought they were smart and sneaky, put their SEO website on a bunch of Google sites, like you do SEO Nevada, SEO, like various places in the States. Some of them come up as a Google site number one. It's going to take one second for any white hat SEO to go to Google, hey, blah, 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 your, your properties are ranking highly, and then for them to turn that off. And so all the time you, you spent, you would now wasted on this Google site because it's a kind of like a one-trick pony. You don't want to. Uh, you do not want to base your entire ranking plan on a one-trick pony. So this is this is not this is this is not the way to think about it. This is not the way to go. Uh, uh, you, I think you need to have a more holistic method. And I and I have no problem running multiple sites. That's a if you have the money and the time to run multiple sites, different separate sites, uh, by all means go ahead because that has risk mitigation, right? When one site goes down, you have the other site there ready to go. Hopefully. But Google's pretty good at noticing when you're the same entity. They do read the information and determine entity information off of that. And when they see three sites, three three main business websites for, for a business, 
uh, as uh, has the same entity, they could very well just decide to to tank uh, two other sites just for that reason, or tank all the sites for that reason. I've never tried it personally. Uh, I mean, I have, but but not exactly in this way with a Google site and with with other stuff. So would I do this? No, I would not do this at all. This is not not a, not a tactic I would recommend in any way, shape, or form. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I've got to run, guys. Thank you very much. This has been the Black Hat versus White Hat SEO Show. I would like to thank everybody who's been on the panel. Uh, for those about to rank, we salute you. If you want any more information about my mentorship group, how to get Facebook traffic and all that other stuff, email me at joshpashinsky at gmail.com or come visit me at secretseo.guru. By the way, you could be the secret SEO guru. It's not me. Secretseo.guru is could be you if you want to take scientific uh, – uh, if you want to allow science into your heart, kind of like the steak. The steak is science, and you, you allow it into your heart, and then – beautiful things happen and then suddenly you get raises and you tell your boss what what to do and that's literally i'm, I'm telling people who in my mentorship group who've said this so uh, uh that's definitely what you want to do so send me an email and we'll chat and for those about to rank we salute you and as i always say good luck in the search